uh, what's up? Uh, Stoogecast here, protector of the yins, uh, you know, just hanging in there, hanging 10. Another week, another week about to start. All you hustlers out there, whether you're in school, whether you're working 80 hours a week, and getting, you know, drunk on the weekends and keeping it real. Hey, man, we all, we all got to hustle, you know what I'm saying? We all got our grind, but we got... A very special guest with me today. I got my dad on air. Mr. Stuchel, what is up? How's it going? Thanks, Andy. Thanks you for uh, having me here tonight. It's a, <laughs> it's a great honor and a privilege. So, How was your day today? I had a great day. I played some, uh, played some backyard football uh, over in Green Tree for the uh, first half of uh, the Steeler game. And uh, yeah, and then uh, I drove home and then they uh, started winning. How was, yours? How was your day? Well, that sounds pretty good. Um, good thing you were playing during the first half because the, the Steelers didn't look too well. It's, it's kind of uh, putting me to sleep there the first half. But uh, yeah, uh, rose to the occasion and came back. It must have been that week off. They must have been a little rusty. Uh, I haven't looked at any of the stats. It looks like Bell didn't have too. Yeah, good I got of the day. stats right in front of me right here. Uh yeah, he had like uh, he had like twenty six carries for like eighty yards. Oh, eighty yards, that many? Okay. Well, they, I don't know. I feel like they give them way too many. Like, they could give it a few to Connor or some, somebody like that. I feel like Connor's a good back, but they just kind of, I don't know, I'm worried about Bell long term. You know, if they give him so many carries, like, right. by the playoffs, like, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, how many uh, receptions did Bell have, too? Yeah, he had five catches. He had five catches, and, uh, yeah, so that's 31 touches in a game. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. How many carries did the Connor have? I know he had the one. He had one for a good, yeah, he had one for like a 12-yard game. Yeah, that was a nice And Ben, uh, yeah, I heard Ben was pretty bad the first half. He was looking like uh, Neil O'Donnell. And then uh, (laughs) the second half, he was uh, Big Ben. Yeah, pretty much. They came out, they just seemed a little bit rusty. Seemed a little bit rusty. And then the second play, he threw that pick. Uh, Actually, kudos to the defender. It was a, a very good athletic play on that. And, you know, it wasn't... You know, it was just like a long punt, so really no damage done. Um, I think I think might have just been the week off. Um, you know, Indy's a tough place to play. Uh, Steelers, Steelers are tough. Don't do that well indoors yeah. either. We you, you got to keep that in mind. So uh, glad we got out of there with the win. Glad yeah, they we like got out of there with the win. Yeah. So you're saying Steelers like playing out more in like an element. You right. know, I don't just know in for, bad weather. I don't, I don't know the details, but it just seems like sometimes these indoor games they just do not do not play as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're sipping on we're sipping on homebrew right now too. Dad, can you tell us a bit about this? You've been yeah, you've a been a pioneer the, uh, for this. Yeah, it called it a pumpkin spice, but I I think it's a little bit more of a holiday spice. Um, <laughs> that, nice, a nice. L- little bit of a dark amber. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not quite a stout, but there's some there's some dark grains in it, so it's um it's pretty uh, fortifying on a on a cold November night. So. Yeah, I dig it. And uh, oh, shout out, uh, no shave November. So um, yeah, 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 everyone, you're participating. I see you. You whiskers. got yeah. yeah, yeah, you got it. You got it working. Yeah, um, there's there's like uh, oh, let's see, probably where I work, there's probably maybe let's just say about fifty employees. Split it half and half, men and women. So there's there's about four or five guys that are okay. Uh, you're no, one of no them. shave November. Yeah, so you're just I'm, like I'm doing yeah, it. Yeah, team effort. Yeah, team yeah, effort. okay. Yeah, so I feel you. It, it's fun. It's yeah, fun. that's good. We're watching this uh, Sunday night game. Gronk's on the TV. I don't know. Yeah, they're showing Gronk being Gronk, but um, I don't know. 
But back to the Steelers, though. Um, and then a we short lost. week. Big, yeah. big game Thursday, then. Home I, here I know, yeah. Tennessee. Tennessee. So. Dick LeBeau's their coordinator, right? I thought he he's like an advisor or somebody yeah, for them. That's where he went. Yeah, I think right. he is, yeah. I believe he's still there, yes. Somebody got hurt, so, I'm trying to think. Well, Joe Hayden. Yeah, Joe Hayden. That's, that's out a shame. for a couple weeks. Fibula. I'm looking at when they're saying they'll be back. People are saying three weeks. Then people are saying six to eight weeks. I mean, that's like a broken bone in your foot. I figure it, it, it would take at least like two months for that to heal, you know? Yeah, I don't, you, that's bad. That's a bad so. loss because that dude. He re- was really. Uh, yeah, that, really that guy was the glue. Yeah. Because Steelers' pass defense was like top five in the league. Uh, they were only allowing like 180 yards a game. And that's with that addition of Joe Hayden. And uh, that uh, Indianapolis quarterback, just back to the game, he was getting pummeled. He was getting just hit all over the place. He got sacked three times. He played well. He was really good. He threw like two touchdowns, but he was just getting hammered. And there was like one play where he kind of got a concussion. And they're saying that they didn't follow the the, uh, protocol for -hmm. whatever. They brought him back too quick or something. They didn't follow the proper procedures uh, for it. But I don't know. And everyone's freaking out. But I'm just like, I don't know. Football, you know, it's it's just a naturally violent game. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I think a lot of people are mad because it's not as violent as it used to be. But I think now more than ever, it's probably as safe as it can be just with everything they're doing. But at the end of the day, there's still, you know, a violent element to it. And to take that away and to turn it into flag football, I think that just that would just compromise the game. You know what I'm saying? Like the Mm -hmm. whole point of watching football, like, you know, that's part of the brand of it. You like that it's physical. You like that, you know, it's on a field, you know, just the rough aspect of it but yeah i don't know that's that that's a good win for the steelers they were killing it and uh that's good you know because they play down to bad teams like that and it's good to see them yes to win these come back and win because they were down three to 17 and then slowly but sure they made some plays and then uh boswell missed a kick but then he redeemed himself and then you know blocked extra point there i'm like the steelers like they just worked their way to get back in the game and uh juju He's been the man so far. He had five mm-hmm. catches, 97 yards. He had like a yeah. touchdown in that. He was kind of, you know, he made a play to help get the Steelers back in the game with that touchdown catch. But on Ben, you know, back to Ben, he started out bad. and But then slowly he just, you know, he got it together. Mm-hmm. You know, was killing it. That Shazier later in the game. Yeah, great play. Great there. interception yeah. there. Well, that that's what really we needed. changed. We needed, yeah. we needed somebody come up and uh, either interception. Shazier is so good. Like, the Steelers have a lot of good defensive players. I mean, Shazier's really good. Cam Hayward's good, too. It's good. Uh, the linebackers, you know, we have, like, you know, TJ uh, Watt, Artie Burns. I mean, they got, a, you know, they got a good squad. They have, like, good mix of the young and a uh, few veterans. Yes. Yeah. I think your defense is good as long as, you know, you, you have 11 men on defense, right? I think your defense is good as long as you have, you, you know, six or more good defensive players. You know what I mean? If you have, like, six great players... You should be fine, but it's just, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, you have two good down linemen, two good linebackers, two good secondary guys. You should be fine. And I think the Steelers have that everywhere. But the loss of Joe Hayden, I don't know. It's, uh, that's sad. I hope he could come back. Then we play the Titans this Thursday night. Then a week from then, it's Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's crazy. I don't know. What do you, what do you love about Thanksgiving? I think Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. I think you're right there. It's just, you know, you can relax. You don't have the uh, 
pressure, the Christmas with the gifts, you know, buy, you know buying the gifts, making sure someone is happy with your gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just the, the pressure that, uh, you know, the advertisers put on you. But, I mean, yeah, I really like Thanksgiving. The weather's usually pretty decent. Go out yeah, and, exactly. It's hopefully not... go out and do something. Yeah. And just, just enjoy a meal and enjoy some time with your family. Obviously, watch some football. Exactly. I mean, or it's like you could drink. Yeah, I mean, um, I think it's just... You know, I think it's a great day. I mean, Christmas is cool because it has, pre- you know, the presents and stuff. But I don't know. I think Thanksgiving, it's just, you know, you sit down, you're eating a meal, you're being thankful. You don't have to buy somebody a gift. You can just appreciate, you know, just being with people that you love and just eating some good food. You know, what's better than that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I always watch the parade too. Macy's Day Parade. Yeah. I, I just something just you just grew up with it. So yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's, just it's like fun a to yeah, watch. like a nice tradition. Yeah. Yeah. I. I you played some football today. Will you play on Thanksgiving? I feel like or? I got hit by a truck because I came home after that and I took a nap for like an hour and a half. And then when I woke up and was about to go to the gym, I just felt like a truck hit me. Like my legs, my arms, I'm sore. Like hyperextended some of my thumbs. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not seasoned like some of these guys. But um, yeah, it's was, it was nuts. Um, we have to. Um... We have to give a shout out to the uh, Montour Spartans. Too. There you go. Good shout out. Two, exactly. Two great Heinz Field. Yeah. Alumni. Heinz Field. I believe it's eight o'clock uh, this Saturday. Let's bring up That's crazy because uh, South Fayette didn't they? Wh- they whooped them a couple weeks they ago. Us Huge. A couple weeks ago. They 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 smacked us around pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That'll That's be awesome. the eighteenth, November eighteenth. This bears on real. Heinz Field playing uh, TJ. Thomas Jefferson. Oh, so. geez, they're always they're all they're in they're it every always, year. Yeah. I remember even back in 07 when they made it all the mm-hmm. way to Hinesville. I remember TJ was there too. Like they're like they're always a powerhouse. Yes. Have have there ever been guys in the NFL from Thomas Jefferson? Like guys that really made it, or are they just that they just everyone's like solid? You know what I mean? Like they're solid high school football players. You know, it's probably that's just what it is. Everybody's good. Everyone knows their role. I, I don't know what their mm-hmm. style is. What are they just kind of like smash mouth? They like to run the ball. I don't know. We'll find I, I, out. I, I don't know that much about it. I know they're always good. Um, but we, we, we Oh, Brady got sacked. That, that's something you never see. Okay. But yeah. But it was um, two great comebacks. We, we came back against Newcastle, and then we came back against South Fayette uh, this past Friday night. Uh, brutally cold out. Probably about yeah. twenty degrees, twenty-one oh, degrees. Yeah, so, it was cold Friday uh, night. It, it, it was, was so very cold. cold. Um, the game was at West A, uh, neutral site, but uh, Spartans really came through. So oh, shout out to the Spartans. That's awesome. Um, couple, couple picks, couple good plays. Yeah. Um, it was kind of an up and down game, uh, probably because they know each other so well. We had just played them and. Um, you know, everybody's a little cautious, not wanting to make a mistake, but it was it was a good comeback. So yeah, um, got tough. the Steelers coming up Thursday. So uh, you gonna watch the game somewhere or? Uh, I don't know yet. I'll probably I might I think I'll watch it somewhere. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just that's it's Thursday home. night though. That's like after that's the home. you know after the work week, yeah, I'm probably gonna if <laughs> Thursday night. I'm probably gonna definitely feel like just going out watching the game somewhere. But Tennessee, I I'm gonna look up their record real quick. Tennessee tight. Who do they have as their quarterback? Do they have anybody? I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. You'll the the guy's name is familiar when you bring it up. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm having a brain cramp right now. Um, I know we're all because work tomorrow. Yeah, you know, working people. At least the Steelers won. You know, because that makes it's, that uh, makes the Monday so much better. Is it Marcus 
Marcus, I Marcus Mariota. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's their guy. Okay, so he's not bad, but they're the Titans' record. They're oh, they're good. They're six and three. Oh no, kidding. Oh, that's wow. gonna be a good game. Oh, I never would have thought that. Never would have thought they were. I six thought and they three. were like below average. Oh, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a good game. Good they got the prep short week. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm just happy that the Steelers division is sucks. Glad it's at home. We, we, I think we have a number of home games now coming up on the schedule. Yeah, we so played a lot cool. of away. Yeah, we've played six away games and only three home mm-hmm. so far. Now, we're like, even that out. Yeah, so, we're yeah, out of the next seven games, it's going to be five home ones. It's going to be crazy. Um, and the Steelers, we're ahead in the division by, like, you know, three and a half because we beat Baltimore. We're seven and two. Then the Ravens, they're only four and five. And, you know, because, like, you get that half-game edge because you beat them. So, because that's, like, a tie, you know, the tiebreaker and all that. And the Browns, man, they're just they're just bad. 0-9. They're the only defeated team left. Because I think uh, the 49ers won a game today. Okay. Yeah. But um, we're done talking about sports. We're going to move to music now. And, uh, you know, Dad, you and I, it's like, it's like our Christmas gift. We saw the great, the legendary Bob Dylan Monday night at Heinz Hall. You know, which November sixth, the which, mighty Bob Dylan, yes. all time great. I couldn't understand a word. Could you? Yeah, I did, just because I'm more familiar with his lyrics yeah, than you are. But um, <laughs> it's uh, like a sneak it's a great concert. Right there. We had, had, had um, the last one. It's only the second time I have seen him. The last time um, was in Star Lake, 1999. Yes, out of yeah. Star Lake. It was Paul Simon and Bob Dylan, and the hippies were out. The hippies were out that night. And they yes. were puking yes. everywhere. Yeah, and it was making it was, love. It was raucous. Yeah, it was. But um, <laughs> and I, I do like Paul Simon, Simon and Garfunkel. Classic. And, and, and Paul was good, but Bob was great. I mean, Bob was <laughs> Bob and his band killed it. Were so just so much at a higher level than Paul Simon. And and Paul Paul Simon's great, but Bob was just I don't know, just just a cut above. They did they did three or four. Uh, Songs together, I think "Knocking on Heaven's Door" was one of okay, them. But yeah. I mean, I mean, you just Bob Dylan is just such an icon. I mean, I know that's like that's the craziest thing. This dude is an icon right now that we're from seeing. A small town in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm watching the football game. They cut to a Dodge commercial. It's one of his songs. It wasn't covered. What was it? Um, Forever Young. Yeah. Is backing up the the Dodge. Uh, truck commercial. So I mean, it's just. Was that just today? That was today. I saw that today. They played that. They played that during the Super Bowl one time. This was like years ago, and they did "May You Stay Forever Young." Okay, that's just another. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's just. I I think it was Rod Stewart's version. He took the Nobel Prize in yeah. literature. No, Nobel Prize winner. And then he just took forever to show up, and he's like, "Oh, thanks." He just showed up in sweats and took it like, "Oh, this is cool. Thank you." <laughs> you know what? But I just was thinking of that the other day. Yeah. Well, why should he? You know, they kind of. I think they took their time in honoring him. I think he should have won that twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's let's face it. I mean, mean, he he deserves it. There's the haters that didn't think he should get it. I mean, there's a. I don't get how. Like, I I don't. There's I don't know. There's there's this. (laughs) There's this guy. He actually has a good website. I I go on site. He reviews a lot of books. I think he's German. That that may explain something. But. he he just was last year. He was just all all up in arms about you know Bob Dylan winning the Nobel Prize. And I just couldn't. I don't know. If I think of somebody, you know, it's not true literature and all that. But I mean the um, song, just like the songs he's written. Like 
I could just go look it up. Mm-hmm. And that so many people have covered it. Like, this is the guy that every songwriter pretty much looks up to as just a major pop cultural figure. You know, just anybody. It could be, um, you know, I don't know, mm-hmm. guys like Bruce Springsteen. Springsteen, Mellon Camp. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the, a lot of your popular country western people yeah. right now. Um, but let's see. Um, I, there was a, something I wanted to pick up. But before I wanted to get into that, there is, there's, you know, there's always rumors, internet rumors, social media rumors, and I just yeah. wanted to ask you. There's, you know, there's been some rumors that you are a Holocaust denier. <laughs> I, I personally don't believe that. I, I, I mean, well, no, I'm not. I've never, I've never dispelled that. I've uh, never I'm, denied the Holocaust. Okay. I, yeah. We've made that clear multiple times. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then we we can settle that. Yeah. Right it's, now. I think okay. it's good. I think it's settled for now. But okay. it'll it'll bubble up again. You know. Okay. It's, I mean, it's, it's a shame that happens and people, well, you know, somebody would want to denigrate you that way. I, I don't know where that that is that is coming from. I, but uh, I I certainly never believed it. <laughs> from not for one day. <laughs> also wanted to have a shout out. Um, you had a good. I enjoyed your podcast. It's been a while now, but it was Ben and. Chucky, Chucky D, or Chucky Nugget, Chucky Nugget. Yeah, it was with Ben and Chucky Nugget, and you all were talking about the music you liked. I think that was back in, in August. It was like back two, in August. It was like right. two months ago. Right. Yeah, I was, it was I like was, one of the first ones. I was doing some work uh, down near Washington D.C., so I was listening to it driving back. But I really enjoyed that. That was pretty neat. You guys were just talking about the music you liked. Um, yeah. Um, like, yeah. That, just hip yeah. I don't know the date of that podcast but that was you and ben and and, and chucky and I, I i enjoyed that um made me think of my my youth. days of youth there you but go. yeah bob it was um well, andy what um you know it's interesting at your age you, you probably were one of the youngest people there the other night monday yeah, night at Hines um, Hall. there are a lot of old but, there are a lot of old heads like there's like that guy behind us this is dude behind dude. us love dylan <laughs> he's just like oh it's so great yeah. you know it's Oh, we're seeing Beethoven right now. Yeah. Like he was so into it. <laughs> yeah, he, he was he, just grooving. Yeah. Like he was one of those guys that you would find at a Grateful Dead show. <laughs> yeah, that's what he looked. He like. was so cool. He yeah, was such he a cool had guy. The and he had a T-shirt. He yeah. had an awesome cane walking around with like he, a cool he was, cane. He was a mountain of a man. He was huge. The hair yeah. and the beard. And he was. Oh, he was cool. He was probably six four, three hundred pounds. Yeah, and we were big, watching. Big guy. We were watching the show. Like in front of us. It, like in front of us, you know, there were two empty seats there. We thought, you know, it was 10 minutes in the show. And we were thinking, you know, oh, sweet. You know, we could get like a clear view of this. But then like two people walked up, like this couple walked up and they smelled like weed. You know what I mean? And they just sat there and they were making out for like the whole show. Just throughout the whole show, they were just making out like in front of us. Well, I'm trying to watch Bob Dylan. They're just, they're just getting at it. It was, it was disgusting. You know, it's like not at, not at the Dylan show. Yeah. I, I pretty much ignored them, but uh, well, <laughs> Before the show started, there was a gentleman off to my right, and we were just talking to him. But it was funny because he had bought two tickets, and his wife said, "There's no way I'm going to see Bob Dylan." Exactly. She just, she just didn't like Bob, but it's it's funny because it's something that my wife would say also. There's no way that I'm going to go, and so he had to <laughs> he had to somehow find someone else to take his other tick. But he was he was pretty pumped up too. But. Um, uh, yeah, Andy, what, um, I was just, you know, it was kind of interesting. What, you know, at your age, why would you, what uh, does Bob provide for you that you're interested in that you would want to go to one of his shows? Um, I don't know. I, I just, the guy's just, he's cool. 
I don't know, he's, he's a cool old school guy, and he's just, you know, he's one of the greats. I mean, you'd put him up there, you know, it'd be like the Beatles, James Brown, you Elvis. know, the Rolling Stones, Elvis, Bob Dylan, uh, Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? He's like one of those, like, he's cultural figures, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just it was just cool mm-hmm. to see somebody like that yeah. like, towards the end of their career, still touring. And just the songs are good. I don't know, I like listening to, I just like listening to Bob Dylan's songs when he did stuff like, I don't know, just songs like Hurricane. Songs mm-hmm. like uh, uh, Tombstone Blues. I don't know. Those are just good. He has good songs to drive around with playing. Yeah. He has great driving songs. You know, if mm-hmm. you're on the highway or you're just driving around through town, he just has great, you know, just cruises. Because, like, the instrumentals, it's never about, like, with a Bob Dylan song, it's never about, like, a like a guitar solo or something like that. They just get mm-hmm. right to the music. They got a good instrumental. You know, they got, or, you know, they just got people playing organ you know, mm-hmm. guitar, bass, mm-hmm. drums, you know, they just, I don't know, like just the sound of a Bob Dylan record, it's, you know, you could just hear all the influences on it, just the blue, the, you know, the bluesy influences, the uh, the folk influences, mm-hmm. the rock, it's just, it all kind of mixes together, and, uh, you know, he's able to absorb all that and uh, throw all that out there. That's, I don't know, I just, I've always... Um, well, when did How did you start listening to him? Because you would always play his records when I was a kid. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I just bought, like, you know, some of his big songs, like like a Rolling Stone, stuff like that. And I just, you know, I'd listen to it and I always just, you know, I always kind of digged it. And then I'd read, you know, I'd read on RollingStone.com or whatever the uh, music, you know, magazine stuff. And they'd always be talking about him or, like, the Beatles or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like I just kind of wanted to hear their songs and, you know, just kind of find out for myself, you know. I don't know. And realize they were good. You know, I've... Yeah, but it's just, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, Bob Dylan, you know, he's been touring for the past 28 years, and he does, like, 100 shows a year at that age. And when we saw him on stage, he was just, he was moving around. He was good, nimble. Like, he was nimble. Yes, he was. He, he was. was playing the piano, and, like, the bench for that piano was, like, perpendicular to, like, the piano set. It wasn't just, you know, it wasn't, that bench wasn't parallel to it. It was just perpendicular. I just thought that was kind of funny. And then he would just be playing and killing it on the keys, slamming them. He's for kind like of a the ham, jams, a little bit of a ham. Yeah, I yeah. mean, he's, he's funny. He's funny. Oh, he is funny. Like he I, I does. Mean, he, he has a has, sense yeah. of humor about I mean, like all. Then he does. Yeah. Oh yeah, he probably thinks it's all hilarious at this point. But he's like real humble. Like he never said any real messages yeah. to the crowd. He just let the mu- he just let the music speak yeah. for itself. He, he they just it was very professional. They just they just hit the songs. I loved when he yeah. went and then he'd go on stage and then he had the mics. He'd walk back. He'd have that mic stand. Then he would just start crooning towards the back with like mm-hmm. those slow crooners and like even he knows that like he's probably not the best but he just he just says fuck it and just did it you know yeah. he, he has like it's like he has a lot of confidence you know yes that guy has a lot of confidence because he's probably he- heard it like millions of times you can't sing you can't sing he's just like and eh, just just watch me I, like he doesn't care he doesn't care like he's a very uh confident person and he's pissed off his fans, you know, numerous times. Sure. When he went electric and then he went born again, they're all like, hey, hey. And he's yeah. just like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't well, care. Yeah. He's like, you'll listen to this and you'll like it. And they did. Yeah. You know, like. Well, they, they re-released. <clears throat> last week they re-released um, an- another box set of his with that, that um, early 80s, the quote, uh, born again period. But. There's some great songs. Yeah. There's some great songs on that. Well, I he's mean, always been like... like him or not. But he's always been biblical and yeah. literary. Oh, yeah. Even back when he was just, yeah. you know, folk singing and uh, doing the rocks, he's always had biblical, yeah. you know, allusions to everything. Yeah. I think that's why I liked him. I probably started listening to him in probably eighth or ninth grade. And um, it, it, it's the, you know, it's the King James Bible. It's Shakespeare. 
It's Shakespeare. A lot of his language. I mean, and um, yeah, and you've read all of Shakespeare, like most of it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, through the years, through the years. I mean, I, <laughs> all the I, I like Shakespeare too. I, I, I think it's something. <laughs> maybe at your generation, but I think as you get older, you th- there was so much uh, richness and depth to the language, and um, and like the stories can, just keep telling themselves yeah, they do. over they and do. over. And again. There, there's a depth to it that each time you hear it, you you gather more. But that that's the way Bob's songs are. And I when I was in high school, back when people read books, <laughs> there was oh, a, oh that's uh, a hit. Um, <laughs> There was a book of his lyrics at our high school library, and I would check that out and just read those lyrics, read everything I could about Dylan. I mean, we didn't have the internet and all, and all that, so it was just tough to gather information. So, so it's like before you, so you didn't start out listening to the music. You just no, I, out, I, I, I uh, listened to the music, listen, and then okay. we just then found the lyric a, books. There was, um, and you know, he, he does artwork too. I think. Yeah, he's a painter. Yeah, he's an yeah. acclaimed painter. I have to, I have to look up to see that 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 lyric book because I think he did artwork on the cover and throughout. And then it was just all his lyrics of the songs that he had done at the time. Yeah. Um, probably at that time for me, um, the one album I listened to the most was uh, his Greatest Hits Volume 2. Yeah. I, I just really yes. like that. There's like 21 songs on it. I'll try to bring it up here in a second. The but, stuff he does with the band yeah. is great. Oh, yeah. When he does like the live album. And his voice sounds good, like... I think uh, before the flood. Yeah, that's what. It's Which called. is a great concert movie. Oh, okay, I highly recommend that. Uh, Bob Dylan and the band before the flood. Yeah, write this down, kids. Let's do some Bob Dylan after this. But um, just going back to the show, I liked how he went up there. You know, he did a lot of covers, a lot of Frank Sinatra covers. You know, a lot of old. You know, he didn't really play big hits. The only ones he played were like "Blown in the Wind." That was probably the most recognizable mm-hmm. song that he that mm-hmm. of his that he played was Blown in the Wind and that was on the encore but I liked when he walked up there and he played that song Things Have Changed mm-hmm. which is from uh, that was the opener yeah that was that from was a movie that was from a movie that was filmed in Pittsburgh yeah. right the Wonder Boys the Wonder Boys and uh, Robert Downey and all them they were in that yeah Robert, he was like a side Robert character Robert Downey Tobey Maguire um, Michael Douglas yeah and it was written by Michael Chabon who um, uh, went to school in Pittsburgh. Okay, uh, so he was like a Pittsburgh guy. A, right well, he went to school here. Is it a I good think, mo- I heard it's a good movie. It's a good movie. I, I've seen it. It is a good movie. It, it, it's um, based about a professor. I don't know if they use the term Carnegie Mellon. Or, um, but, it, yeah, it, it, it's worth seeing. It's yeah. got the Pitts background, and it's, it, it's a pretty cool movie. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh's just, I think it's just a great city to film in. You know, because you just got the rivers, you got the rolling hills, you got a nice, you know, downtown, couple skyscrapers there, and I, mm-hmm. you know, just going around the city. I mean, it has a good mix of old and new, and it has a bit of everything. It's you know, kind of, uh, no, it's just it's like a little microcosm of a lot of uh, I think American things, you know, in its own way. But um, yeah, just back to that, just back to that Dylan show. When he performed, things have changed. In like uh, the hook, he just goes, "People are crazy and times are strange" or whatever. And that's just that's just that's the mood. That's the mood in the country right now. Everything's crazy. Every day, you know, we're waiting for Trump's Twitter account to see what he's going to post yeah. about next. And yeah. it just that embodies it. Like Dylan just he let the song speaks for itself. He's like, it's a crazy time, but it's always yeah. you know it's kind of always been like that. Yeah, and I, things I, have changed. Yeah. I mean, like since that election over a year ago at this point, like geez. Yeah, some of his song selections were, as usual, kind of cryptic. Uh, oh, he's always soon, cryptic. Soon after midnight, long and wasted years. Uh, 
don't know. It's kind of a guy, you know, maybe just summing up some things. Um, well, he's older, you know. I think he he's is, at the he point. Is, he's yeah. played the hits so many times. He's just like, I just, you know, he's, all, he's always been a guy that does whatever he wanted to do. And he likes those Sinatra songs, so he goes yeah. and gives them a crack. I mean, yeah, like, just, that's, like, crazy. Like, you just see Bob Dylan live, you know, just an all-time yep, great. You know, I got to emphasize that again. It's just, he's just one of those, you know. Ba- the band was very tight. Very tight. Awesome band he had. Yeah. It's like, just think without Bob Dylan, like, how many people, you know, wouldn't, we wouldn't have, like, singers, artists, you know, probably groups like, Arcade Fire, you know, just Bruce Springsteen, U2. I always just fall back on those. But just like a lot of people, Stones, I mean, like a lot of their songs were influenced by Bob Dylan. Beatles, I mean, Beatles were Bob Dylan, you know, back in the 60s, those were like, those were the, you know, that was the competition. It was Bob Dylan. Yeah, the, Bob Dylan, the guy that introduced the Beatles to marijuana, right? That's like a <laughs> folk, that's like a legend, folk that's legend right. or whatever. That's right. But it's like, if that's true, I mean, you know, he had them going from playing the early, uh, he had them going from playing the early, uh, you know, hits, mm-hmm. you know, for, like, pop songs to just the more experimental, weird Beatles, you know, psychedelic stuff. I mean, but, you know, you gotta give Bob Dylan some points for that. You know, he's influenced just everybody. That's just, it's crazy. It's crazy to have that big of an impact on music. And he's still, like, at the end of the day, he's just this... Just this like small town kid from uh, Minnesota, you know. But uh, um, for those that weren't there, he he played the piano. He played the he played a couple songs on piano, and then he'd go and to the mic and do some of those uh, some crooning old old, old standards <laughs> that he's been putting out now. Melancholy so, mood. You know, didn't, didn't get this. He wasn't wasn't. I don't think I don't think he plays guitar anymore in concert. Um, yeah, he's, he, he's I'll tell you just... what, he can play the harmonica too. Yeah, on some of those older songs, but yeah, Bob Dylan's Greatest Hits Volume Two. Um, for some of you, you uh, younger folks, uh, that's worth checking it out. Um, a lot of good, uh, a lot yeah. of good B sides on there. Don't think twice; it's all right. Lay, lady, lay. Yeah. Stuck inside a mobile with the Memphis Blues again. Yeah, these are all my jazz. back pages. Maggie's Farm, Watchtower, all, Watchtower. That's like his best song, I think. Just the characters in that song oh, all yeah. along the Watchtower. Oh, yeah. That is, that's every, that's like everything you want in a song. It's cryptic. It's biblical. It's been covered so many times. That that is like, it'll sound cliche to say it, but that is his best song that he's written. I think it's just hmm. you. You'll be able to listen to that a thousand years from now, like that a song like that, because mm-hmm. there's always going to be a Joker and a thief. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, you know, Dad, they, they got uh. A lot of youngsters, you know, a lot of young people in college, all that stuff. You know, there's a lot of, I guess, anxiety, I guess, with the millennials. It's just kind of, you know, an anxious time, I guess, growing Mm -hmm. up. You haven't been through everything over the years, you know, just seeing stuff like, what kind of advice could you give, you know, just to kind of relax and just take it day by day? Well, yeah, you have a point there. Uh, You have to just, you know, some some days you're flying through and some days you're, you're, you got to gut it out and trudge yeah. it through it. But there, there is, um, yeah, um, some. That, that that is probably my advice right now, that uh, you just got to take one day at a time and, and, and do the best you can. And simplify. Um, yeah, simpl- simplify is good. Um, 
but you know it life is messy but i think with you know even when i was growing up we didn't even have cnn news so now you have news 24 7 let alone internet and social media and you think that's kind of freaking people out i think it amplifies things um just kind of like for ratings and everything yeah I i think i mean you know cnn every every two minutes they have breaking news well give me a break you know it's, it's not uh no pun intended um you know not everything is breaking news but i think i think it tends to amplify things uh you know obviously these these uh, I, we, we're not we're going to stay away from the politics tonight but just these 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 gun shootings and things like that it's, it's really just, depressing it gets, like it, it just it gets, it just mag- gets i think down. it gets magnified more through the media than when i was growing up but we we, we had tough times too i mean we, there the um we had the uh, Middle East oil crisis, um, you know, where it depended on the, the last digit of your license number. You would get gas on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or uh, Tuesday, Thursday, or Saturday. Yeah. Sunday, the gas stations weren't open. Sunday, so, every business was closed yeah, back then. For, for the most part. So for the most like, part. Yeah, and then... Yeah, so that that's just a change in society. I mean, you know, my, my uh, when I was growing up, my mother didn't work. That was not unusual. Uh, that the, the mother stayed at home and t- took care of their families, which, um, so that that's not the case anymore. It's just think things are just so much more expensive. Um, I think yeah, because it's just housing, healthcare, education. Th- those those are probably the top three. But uh, yeah, but um, yeah, and then there you know, uh, remember seventy two Olympics when. Um, that was ruined by the terrorists. Um, so yeah, they, yeah, um, they they went up against like the Israeli athletes, right? Yeah, yeah, they were they were kidnapped and murdered. So yeah, there's just always in, been crazy. In, uh, there's just always yeah. been crazy. There's always people. there's always been craziness. So. But if you look, I think I read like the long term. Um, I think crime peaked. It, when it peaked, it was like the early '90s, and since then it's kind of uh, just been okay. declining. And okay. I think now it's just I don't know what's causing all these. Ma- I think it's just a bad um, mental illness problem. You know, it's just. I think it's, they deinstitutionalized a lot of places, and I think there's oh. not a lot of funding for uh, okay. mental facilities. So a lot of people, a lot of people are just kind of walking around, you know, loose, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's, you know, what's causing all this. But I think over overall, as a society, I think crime has been down. That's what I've read in some, you know, reported statistics. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's the goal. You know, that's like what the media does. It has to make everything seem like you know it's the end of the world mm-hmm. every day. But, um, and the economy was a lot worse in the eighties, um, seventies, and early eighties. They had something they called it stagflation. It was the combination of stagnation and inflation. And wasn't um, there like a misery index? It yeah, was, the misery index. It was like unemployment <laughs> plus inflation. Yeah, yeah, and unemployment was like ten percent in like the early eighties. And inflation was in, it was like twelve. But now inflation's like what one? Not yeah. even. Yeah, and then the um, early eighties interest rates were up to twenty percent. That's correct. I, I mean, that was just so. Nuts. It's like yeah. So it's like yeah. So basically, so one they, year there, there there were some very very tough economic times. It's like over one year from like say 1980, especially in the Pittsburgh area, especially in the Pittsburgh area. In the, in oh yeah, the, they just it, shut it, everything in, in down. The, I mean, it, it, it was, was bad. Pro- I think it was 25 percent unemployment. That's in, crazy. Uh, it's either 80, 80 or 81. Yeah, 25 percent unemployment. That's nuts. That, that is, yeah, that was just. Unbelievable. But enough of this doom and gloom. Pittsburgh's doing better. Yes. 
And it's, you know, you've seen it. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't it. a real fan of uh, Bourdain's recent show on Pittsburgh. I, I, know, thought, I thought it was just weird. Yeah, it just... It didn't really... I don't know. I, I thought he needed... Was, you know yeah. where he messed up? He needed to have the pierogies plus in there, Mancini's bread. He needed to have, yeah. like, the rocks. Was, you had to have the rocks. Well, there was... When when the show was starting, there was a quick picture of the rocks where you could see the, the church and the downtown area, but that, yeah. that was about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, he had Fetterman on from Braddock yeah, I mean, and, and whatnot. Yeah. I mean... Um, I don't know. I just didn't get the um, the car racing thing. I don't know. Yeah, I, and I, just, I thought that was kind of like yeah the demolition derby. Demolition I, I don't derby. know. It's I don't just, know. That, you know the wrestling. I like that because uh, you know you and Dan have converted <laughs> me to be a wrestling fan. But. <laughs> you were talking about when we we were watching that Ric Flair documentary. When when was it on Tuesday night? Thursday night? It was on one of those. Yeah. You know, you watched, (laughs) yeah, and it was, it was crazy. I don't know. I just, I liked, I liked Ric Flair. But you even admitted yourself, you watched a bit of it in the 80s. Yes, sure. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Hulk, yeah, Hulkamania. There you go. Yeah. I saw Hulk at the um, airport once, Pittsburgh airport. I just gave a shout out and he just like waved his fist. He goes like, yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Just raised his fist and kept, kept on going. Like he's never out of character. He's always in character. He was huge. He was huge. Yeah. I know. He was just jacked <coughs> by that Ric Flair documentary. I used to work out at Wright's Gym. I think some wrestlers used to come come down there and work out. Like Kurt Angle. I don't know, but they used to get some wrestlers in there. Maybe not some real big names, but they'd come in here and work out while they were in town. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was at LA Fitness once and I saw there were a couple wrestlers that were there because they had Raw, WWE Raw there that day. I saw Roman Reigns. He was one of the wrestlers. Oh, okay. He's like one of their big names. He was just, you know, on the treadmill. Working out, and I, you know, I, I don't like to bother those guys because yeah, right, they're, right. they're busy, like constantly, you know, asking for autographs, and you know, but it's just, it's cool. It's cool to see just like guys like that kind of just walk in there and they're hanging out. But um, yeah, I think uh, I don't know. I think it's almost we've almost reached the forty minute mark, but you know, I think you know it's about time to wrap it up. Uh, you know, thanks for coming on, Dad. It's always yeah, yeah. We didn't dig into the music as much as I wanted, so maybe we'll do a, a, a part two on the. Uh, We'll have some more on Dylan and uh, additional I thought we, music. We, t- yeah. we talked about Dylan for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, well, there's good, always more. Good, but there's, there's all there's, there's always, always more. There's we always could more. we could always do better. <laughs> there you go. That's what that's what it's all about. I'm gonna sign in and log out of this. Yeah, that's your advice. You know, just always keep you know keep me looking at you know the horizons. Keep moving forward. Yeah, Never satisfied. Did. We gotta that, do better next time. Yeah, that's true. And you you, you know it may sound uh, corny, but. It's, you, you should have goals. There you should you set down goals. You may not achieve them, but you you need to have something to write them to down. Keep you moving forward. All right, sounds great. It's been awesome that you came on, Dad. Uh, you know, we'll see how people feel. We'll see how people feel, but I think they'll like it. You know, we got uh, you know, the Dad Talk, Dad Talk segment of the podcast. So if you have a cool parent out there, listeners that would like to be on air, would be interested. You know, just hit me up. You know where to contact me. You know, at the, the Stooch on Twitter, StoochCast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, you know, have a great day. Peace out. Uh, hope everyone has a great week, whether it's work, school, whatever. Peace out.